All right. I made it before the day was over. It came close. I just had to get my thoughts together. I was thinking so much. I was talking with some friends and just trying to understand. Uh, just trying to understand um, how they react to different things that I've been putting together and wanting to share. Today uh, was an interesting day. It was a very hot day, uh, but it was a very good day. I, uh, as a matter of fact, when I got near the end of the day, I had a challenge with my um, with my condo. Earlier this week, um, my wife had, uh, we needed a new uh, uh, trash, what is it called, the thing in the sink there? Garbage disposal, a new garbage disposal for a condo. And uh, she had ordered it and I had, um, I was out sick, so she, it was during her sleep time and they called and they said, well, I'll pull myself off the couch and try and just be there so they can actually install that. That was a good thing and not so good thing. Uh, the good thing is the guy installed it. The not so good thing is the one that was there was directly, uh, directly powered from the the wall. The new one had a plug, and um, I said, "Well, can you can you put it in? Can you you know tear the plug and actually hook it up?" He said, I could do that, but that would void the warranty. And I said, how long is the warranty? He said, six years. I said, oh, I don't want to void the warranty. And he said, you know, it's not that hard. And you may not understand my background, but when I first got into the Navy, I was in the uh, nuclear power program as an electronic uh, electrician's mate. So I had gone through all the training uh, and then I had gone for my officer board and I became an officer, a short story. So I had experience in electricity. I understand electricity, the negative and positive, how those things go together and the theory behind it. So he said, you know, um, you can go to Lowe's. Uh, the piece costs like about three or four dollars uh, or actually a, about a dollar. And then the um, what else did I need? I needed a cover plate. And I needed the actual outlets. He said, you can put it in yourself. And then I visualized it in my mind. I said, you're right. That is fairly simple. I can do that. So that brings me to my, my uh, subject line or headline today, which says, it was simple, but it wasn't easy. <laughs> it was simple. You've got three wires on a regular cord and... Uh, you know, you just got one little box, you got to get them in, and you just got to hook them up the appropriate size, put the little wire around the little screws, tighten them up, and then put a cover plate on. Very simple. But sometimes simple doesn't necessarily mean easy. And in my case, it always seems like simple doesn't mean easy because I always end up in a situation where it gets to be a little bit more involved than I anticipated. In this case, um, because he had put the, he had already put the uh, uh, garbage disposal in, uh, what's it called? Yeah, the, the garbage disposal in. Um, 
it, it kind of blocked the ideal place to actually install this outlet. Um, so, in order to install the outlet, the first thing I had to do was uh, uh, be able to, well, first of all, the screws I ended up getting were flatheads and would have been easier with Phillips. Doesn't mean, it doesn't really matter. But anyways, so then I had to think about how to do that because it wasn't easy to get those into that that piece of wood. And then I would try one way and then try another. And then, you know, I ended up getting a nail to start it, start the hole and then thread the holes with the screws and then actually get them in. Then after that, it was fairly simple. Although the, um, the wires are a little thicker. Normally you have thinner wires to hook up to those, those um, outlets. But in this case, uh, when they hooked it up initially, they used thicker wire. I guess they had extra wire, so they used thicker wire. That wire is not as flexible as the real thin wire that you normally get to play with. But to make a long story short, so I got it done. It was simple, but it was not easy. And that's that's my first brings me to my first point today. I want to talk about things. A lot of things are simple, but not necessarily easy. <clears throat> For example, um, I say that uh, I, I talked about yesterday about uh, self-talk. Now, remember that self-talk is the dialogue that we all have with ourselves ongoing all day, every day. You're always saying something to yourself, are you not? The problem is because of our training, as we heard from the uh, authors of the book Answer uh, yesterday, they had talked, uh, I quoted that they said, by the time you're age 18, you've heard uh, the word no or negative something 150,000 times versus you've heard something affirmative or yes only 5,000 times, so there's 30 times more. So you've got 30 times more negative than you have positive input. So uh, with your self-talk, so to change that, it's simple, but not necessarily easy because it involves being consistent. When I say consistent, I'm saying each man, each morning when you're in that mirror, and forcing yourself to tell yourself, you know, you're, you're a son of a king. Um, you were beautifully and wonderfully made. God has a purpose for your life. And I, God has a purpose for my life. And I need to find it. And I need to pursue that. Because that's my obligation. That's why I'm here. And if I say that every day. And I continue to do it. It's simple. It's something simple you can do. Say that to yourself three times a day, but not necessarily easy. We get distracted, we lose track of things, and we don't keep up with what we need to keep up with. Well, we need to keep up. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, things can be simple, but not necessarily easy. Success is simple, but not necessarily easy. So many times we think, that it's difficult and that uh, we're destined to always be in poverty, in poverty, but poverty, poverty is right the first thing. And, and, and we're not, it's just that 
we need to understand the universal laws of things like the universal law of gestation, that things happen in their time, but we need, need not lose heart or grow weary, but we need to keep going. And a lot of times we stop too short. I use the poem all the time, and I used it on Friday uh, when I sent out, sent out a positive note to my team about to start a big case next week. And I said, here's a poem that always helps me out. And I've got this one memorized. It says, success is failure, turn inside out, the silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you can never tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worst that you must not quit. How many times when we're in the middle of the turmoil and one thing after another, I was at, uh, where was I at? Oh, I was at Lowe's. And the guy was talking about his air conditioner went out. Before that, the truck went out and then something else went out just prior to that. And it was like one thing after another. And, um, but you know, he was like me. Uh, he has a positive outlook. So he was laughing about it. You know, when it happens, it happens. Things happen not once, not twice, but several times. And in the moment, you can think, this is it. I'm destined. And, and you lose it and you just let go and you think it's the end of the world. If we step back and just take a breath. And, and, and if you want, go into the, uh, the, the uh, grateful mode. Think about the things that you're thankful for. I was thankful that I had a garbage disposal that I could put in a condo. I was thinking if I had a condo that had a problem with the garbage disposal. Not many people have condos that they can use uh, for, for other purposes. That one's not the one we live in, but, you know, to, to have something like that is a blessing. And once you do that, then the problems you have, you welcome them because they're good problems because they, they're helping you. I mean, you could get upset about anything. But anyways, that's my first point. Never giving up. Things may seem simple, but they're always not easy. But when the resistance comes, we need to buckle down. And the way, the best thing to do is to, to, to think about the objective of what you're trying to accomplish. My thing was I wanted to get that outlet in there. A lot of times when we're in challenges, we have to think of what we're trying to accomplish and realize this is just an obstacle in our way. We need to find a way around, under, over, or however. But as Stu McLaurin would say, we need to keep moving. Got to keep moving. Not let that stop you from getting where you want to go. Which brings me to my next thing. Um, when we talk about that, um, I talk. I was talking about the, the paid membership and why. Why a group membership? What does that What does that do for me? Uh, and why this group membership? And we're talking about a group. Get this: a group that's called helping ordinary people to achieve extraordinary things. So how do you do that? You know, I, we look at what kind of people we're we looking for. People who feel like they uh, they've been on the job for a long time, and they just their light just is just about going out because they 
they come to the realization this is it. There's really not much more after this, so I might as well enjoy it because it's not going to change much. And this is my lot in life. And I'm just going to settle. Oh, words like that. I'm just going to have to settle and realize this is it. There are people that feel that like every day just seems like a chore. It seems like one day just keeps repeating itself over and over again, like a broken record. Every day is just a, pretty much just a little few little bumps here and there. But other than that, it's just the same day over and over and over again. So I asked myself, you know, I, I talk about, you know, Take the survey. I put a survey down there in my site. Just uh, you can look at it just below. It says the, the easy, quick three question survey. And um, if if you answer yes, then you know click on the link and then see my video that talks about becoming part of a membership group. So why do people not move on something like this? And I began to think about it. If I was not me talking about becoming a part of this group. Why would I not want to join something to help me? Well, one of the things is, you know, I've been doing this job for so long. You know, I've been on this job 20 years. I I don't know. I'm too afraid to make a change. Now, you know, what if I make a change that doesn't work? Well, first of all, the change is just is 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 almost superficial because you you're changing, making a change in your in your thought process, not in your occupation and what you're doing. By all means, I'm not asking you to just drop what you're doing and join the group. And then and then the other thought is, well, you know. How do how how do I know it's going to work? Well, you don't really. But what's the alternative? What have you done to help you in a positive manner on this issue that you know is 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 causing you stress and anguish? Because the strongest I was talking about as a man think of yesterday, the strongest emotion that we have is love and why not move towards something instead of away from something start to build it's not too late one step at a time and i talk about that in the in the survey like i said only three questions but at the end i say you know it's i walk you step by step through the process and heck man if after a month you feel it, I'm no different than I was 30 days ago, then I'm not your guy. I, I, it's going to be hard to believe that after you've gone through part of this process that there is no change. I am confident that as we go through the process that I can help you make that change. Now, see, Part of the problem is, part of the problem, okay, you're afraid, you don't want to make a change. Well, part of it is we end up out there all alone, lingering. 
wishing we had someone to talk to, someone to encourage us, someone to bounce ideas off of it, and someone to give us ideas that we may not have thought of. Because let's face it, we only see things from our own frame of reference, our own awareness. And that is based on our own, excuse me, that is based on our own history and our own experience. But we haven't had the experience of everyone else. So something that we think may not think of, you now have a wealth resource of ideas to help continue to elevate you to a higher level. So then when you start to move, it's kind of like a locomotive. Initially, it starts slow. And then you start to see a little positive change. And then, you know, you go to work and like, what happened to you over the last week? You seem like a little more peppy. You've got a little more energy. And then people become attracted to you and they, they want to know more about what's this change that, that, that you've done. And, you know, you're still a little nervous. You don't want to tell everyone because normally they look at you weird anyways because you think differently. But now they're starting to see that positive change and they want to be a part, but you don't want them to be a part because they don't think that the way you think. But this group here that you're part of does and you're excited because you found people like yourself to grow with. So then changes come and then you become stronger and more confident. Then you start to interject that thought. You know, uh, uh, of um, where you volunteer, you thought, you know, those guys really do that, what I love. I wonder if Jack, who's the executive in marketing, uh, I should have a conversation with him and see if they've got something that would really interest or draw me where I need to be. And then he does, and then they find the ideal job that you didn't think of. Now, here's the other part of that, that fear thing. You see, we're wonderfully made and we're spiritual beings. I'll tell you a story. Two years ago, you know, I lost my job. And because we're spiritual beings, and I always think on the spiritual plane anyways, that I know that God's in control. And I honestly believe, I honestly believe that God said, hey, I think that, uh, you know, you're slacking a little bit and that you're not utilizing everything. And you, talking about me, you are too comfortable where you are right now. And obviously, you're not making the move yourself. So I am going to give you a little boost. So what does he do? He brings these new executives in and they cut half the staff and I happen to be one to get cut. Okay, now the normal reaction, if I was a normal, normal, quote unquote, normal person, is to be upset and nervous and and frantic because I'm losing my job. Was I? Not in the least. Why? Because if you're if you understand the spiritual side of things, that God is in control and he will never leave you or forsake you, why are you worried? 
you're not calling the shots anyways. Now, for those who are not believers, I, I, I forgive forgive me for this, but I always go back to that line in the Bible where where Jesus is uh, is before Pharaoh, and he says, "You know, I have power over life and death for your life." And what does Jesus say? You only have the power that my father gave you. Pharaoh made the mistake of thinking he was in charge. He wasn't. And I had already grown past the stage of thinking I was in charge. I'm not. You're not. When you come to that realization, then your fear disappears. And you realize that he is 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 molding and building you every step of the way. So that's why at my luncheon I say that God was ready to move me because I wasn't ready to move myself, but he knew I needed to make a move. So what happens? I lose my job, and uh, it just so happens I ended up working as a contractor for a friend in the same company. Now, let me tell you, I again, knowing me in my conversation, I talk about self-talk. My positive self-talk with God was like this. Okay, God, you put me here, but you know you only put me here to provide for my family because you have made it extremely uncomfortable. And when I say extremely uncomfortable, I'm talking about I was being told by a quote-unquote friend that I'm not afraid to fire you, but because my voice, voice, in case you didn't know, is kind of strong. He's like, if you can't get your voice under control, don't th- think I won't fire you. So here I am working at a job where the thought is that I can be fired any day because my voice is too loud. So I said, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity. But I realized I get it now that this is not where you want me to stay. So what it did was, it, it being in the spiritual side, what it did was it gave me the push that I needed to continue to seek what he wanted me to do. And see, I wasn't worried about it because I knew it was in control. And man, what a miracle that came out of that. I was offered a job at uh, a very small, well, I got a job offer. Uh, at a very small um, salary. I said, look, if you double it or if you increase it, it was more like double it. It was more than double. Then, you know, I'd think about it. And then I went off on a cruise with my wife because life continues on. Weighed my odds while I was out there, came back. And this lady calls and says, hey, they matched your offer. I said, no, you're kidding me. They matched my offer? I was like, thank you, Lord. I hadn't expected that. But but at the same time, I never doubted that he was in charge. Okay, so I'm there. But see, I know that God has more in store for me. He has you in store for me. And he wants me to give what he's given me. I have that faith. 
knowing that he's in charge. So we have intellectual faculties, uh, six of them. One of them is intuition. If your intuition is saying, hmm, you know, he makes sense. I need to, I need to at least invest in him for at least a month to see if this is this is real. And, and my intuition is saying yes, then yes. If he's like, oh, this guy sounds like a, a shh. Because see, intuition is God within us, warning us. Because see, we're, we're energy. We are spiritual beings. We give off signals louder than what our words say. You ever think when you say to someone, when you tell your significant other something, or your friends after you leave somebody, that guy gave me a bad vibe. It's because we're energy and we give off. what it, Regardless of what we're saying, we give off a signal that says, watch out for that guy. Or, that guy is very, very powerful and he will be a great source or resource in my life. I need to I need to make that move, even if it's for a month, because I feel good about it. There's something about him. There's something about him that's real. And if 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 he's even 10%, what he says he is, that's what I need. That will give me what I need. That will help me to fan the flame to bring that fire back up, to, to, to dream again, to, to, to go, for, go for the goal again, to, to realize that I am, I am more than what they think I am at work right now. I have more to give. I have a message. I've got that message inside me. It must come out, and I think he can help me do it. But not just him. This group he's talking about, people to encourage me on a daily, weekly basis. People who, when I'm struggling with an idea, hand me five or six, seven, eight, nine, or ten more ideas that I never even thought of because my awareness was so narrow. And now I've got like a force, like like a board of directors helping me to make it how can i lose i've got to continue i'll stay at this job and continue to build my confidence and build my contacts and build my business if it's a business or you know work for that volunteer agency and then talk to the executive and get that job because you know that God is in control and he's always testing you anyways. And he wants to see if you're prepared and ready. He's trained you, he's built you up, and now it's your chance to, to step out, taking what he's, those trials that he brought you through and, and march forward and do that next chapter that will open your world tremendously and allow you to be you because it helped provide and shower those resources upon you. Not so you can be a, a, uh, an ocean, 
but so you can be a reservoir and it can flow through you and you can help others because since you were helped, you are able to help more people because you have more resources. Stu McLaurin talks about why tithe? Why not reverse tithe? Live on the 10% and give 90% away. And if you want that 10%, if you want it to be a million, then, then, then build a $10 million business. Live on 10% and give 90% of it away. Why not? How's that blow your mind, huh? We always think so small. God is not small. And we were made in his image. So we're not small either. So that's my second point is to, to um, you know, first one is not giving up. And uh, it, things may seem e- e- easy, simple, but not easy. And then two is why not a membership? So here's my challenge to you. I put it down there, the three-question survey. Go ahead, put your email in. Let me email it to you. Take the three-question survey. And after you take it, and, and, and the questions are yes, which makes you qualified to be part of our membership, then the next step is to click on the link. Watch my video as I talk about the vision of what I want to accomplish with you. And my whole goal, my whole goal, trust me, I'm pretty set. So my goal is to help you become all you want to be. And it's a step-by-step process. It's not a pie in the sky, and it does require some work. But you already have done a lot of hard work. You see, a lot of us are in opposition, not because of the work. It's because of the the, 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 the mind. The 90% of anything is, is the battle within our minds. I talk about the self-talk, that ongoing dialogue that you have in your head every day. Normally, we're putting ourselves down instead of picking ourselves up. But we can change that together. And you have a group to support you to do that. Man, it was a great day. Man, it was a great time being on here. So that's it. That's our, that's our two steps, never giving up. And why membership? Because um, you can't do it alone. And it's so much more fun when you've got people there in your corner, cheering you on and wanting to see you succeed. So my last note, I gave you the action steps. The thing is, is the reason most people don't make it is because they stay in the grandstands. What does that mean? You gotta open the gate, you gotta start. Open the gate and come into the field. You'll never regret being part of the field, trust me. Uh, the last thing I was looking for, and I, I want I couldn't find it before. I didn't want to get this in uh go into the next day. So it was the the survey that I found 
that talked about the survey they did of people 70 and 80 years old. None of them talked about, oh, I wish I had stayed on my job longer. But what you did hear is all of them say, I wish I had risked more. I wish I had gone out and, and, and bet on myself more. That's the only thing. They regret not doing more. This is your opportunity. This is that, that fork in the road for you to do more. Go ahead and take the survey. It doesn't cost you anything. Just a, uh, other than a few minutes of your time. But let's, you know, let's become a part of the team. Be a team together, building extraordinary things. Finally, being able to accomplish what you've always wanted to accomplish. Again, it's always been a pleasure, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Man, was this great. Have a good evening.